Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gathering of Gotchas, the only podcast that focuses exclusively on the games your parents don't want you to play. I'm Galen, the sound guy, Firestone. And I'm Ryan, the rye bread. I'm Kite, the Moogle. And I'm Wanakal, the Wanakal. <laughs> nice. The one and only. The one and only. Yay. <laughs> How are you Actually, doing there's week? a joke. Actually, there's a joke in my friend's group about precisely the opposite, where everybody's me, but uh, that's a story for another time. How is everyone doing? Uh, <laughs> I'm having a rough yeah. week. Rough week. Rough rough weekend for me, but I'm uh, hanging in there, battling a sickness. Um, but, you know, I feel better than yesterday. I can get out of bed, so that's good. That is good. Same here. Thank you for making the time to come do this and... Pushing through. Yeah. I know that's not easy. And we're getting kites, Greg. It's indeed a rough, rough week. A rough, yep. rough week. I like that. Yeah. Pun intended. Dogs, dog stuff. I got sick. My sister got sick. I got, <clears throat> you know. And you know what's great when you're sick? Just sitting in a bed and playing gacha games. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no. I'm not I sure I could recommend that anymore. But oh, your your no. heart's in the right place, I guess. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's I that's what I, I did for a lot of yesterday. Transitions, okay? Uh, I'm yeah, right. I was doing laundry when I'm sick, so it's uh, it. Yeah, it's another story for another time. Whew. I've at least managed to avoid the being sick part that y'all have dealt with. But yesterday was a real kick in the teeth for me. I just had everything going wrong. Yeah, tell me about it. <sighs> like, technical issues out of the gate. My, I had a freaking blackout in the middle of stream. That was fun. Yeah. that does. I, I did see that. I caught that in the chat. Blackout. That, those are never good. Yeah, yeah no. I, I was playing Hitman, and then all of a sudden my office was dark, my screen was gone, and my controller was turned off. And that was like, that's cool. Exactly. I that noise. So, and then I heard controller... I heard controller got Ripu. Yeah, uh, different controller. The one for my upstairs computer, that one's dead. So I had to order a new one off of Amazon. Oh, I'm man. not happy to have spent $70 on that. Like, that is... Oh. Oh, Xbox man. controllers are expensive. They're great, but they're expensive. Yeah. But I'm saving yeah. all that money. I can afford it because I'm saving all that money. I no longer spend on gacha games now. So there we go. Bear, 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 bear. Really now? was fine for me. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Hey, one of us has got to have a good fine uh, week slash weekend, right? Yeah, somebody has to. There we go. All right. So uh, let's talk about uh, FFBE. We've let's got a few talk about FFBE. Mm -hmm. Recap of the week. And it's a really weird and I would argue slow week. Yeah. It's kind of. I, I mean, I might argue that the Dragon Quest 11. Collab, I might argue it's the worst King Mog we've ever had. Really? Let's get a go on that, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody will agree with that, but it's it's terrible. I 100% agree. It's I do agree as well. Different levels. Yeah. Like, what, in more what, ways one than one. In more ways than one. The key summons is just... No! I mean, okay, let's start with the basics about the King Mag event itself. It's got no exceptional prizes in it, which is okay given that uh, the currency, I mean, you've got the bonus units, of course, 
You only get right. bonus units from D7, meaning you have to summon in the gacha to get the bonus units, Ugh. which is how it usually goes. Mm -hmm. Except the only two units you get in the gacha are yeah. probably the two most unlikable ones you could get. Like the dragon is just a monster, he's not a yeah. <laughs> will unit, so fine. And Mordagon is like. <laughs> Wow, this just sounds like a wonderful roaring endorsement. Okay, now I've heard yeah. this key sum thing banded around a lot, but unfortunately I can't find any details about how it actually works. Could someone please you enlighten me? that when I said about the units you could get, I did not mention Serena, I did not mention Veronica, and I did not mention Eleven. That is correct. That's because you, you, can, you cannot get them from Getcha. What? Yeah. Nope. Nope, you cannot get them from the actual summon banners. They have a completely different summon system altogether, which is the keys. Okay, yeah. explain. First, you will need to use consume five of these keys to summon a random. We're talking about the silver keys for now. Okay. So you get you need to use five silver keys. First, to how do you get the keys? That's question one. That's an excellent question. Yeah, thirty thousand event points. You need yeah, to get... thirty thousand. So basically, you get the. You, you, I mean, usually you want these characters to help you with your bonus, but uh, it sounds like it requires 30... the bonus to even get them in the first place. Yeah, by the time no, you the get bonus, them, you're the done. bonus doesn't influence. But yeah, it uh, makes uh, the bonus unit pretty much useless for actually getting the currency. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. every every legendary dungeon gives you 400 EP per clear anyway. Yeah. Cool. But, I mean, if that's the max reward, 30,000 is getting a unit, then you're... It's it's just... I and don't know. It's, it's just... Stupid. And it's 40 energy for 400 EP. You need 30,000 by the end of the event to get one unit among the three. It's a five-star guaranteed... But it's one unit among the three uh, that you get. Yeah, for, for the silver banner, it's one of the three. Either 11, a.k.a. Luminary. I'm going Serena, to say, though, it or... sounds... I, I, I got to play devil's advocate here. Mm -hmm. It sounds like you're going to spend a lot less than 5,000 refreshes... Uh, 5,000 Lapis on refreshes to get multiples of these characters than you would if you just pulled <laughs> a banner. You, no. can, you, cannot. you can't get multiples. You can't. You can't. Silver keys are only one time. And then that's it. That's so you're only getting one of these no matter what you do? No, because there's the golden nope. key. That's the juicy part. Okay. Yeah, what is that nonsense key. then? So the golden keys, you need five of them to summon any of the characters that you want from the Dragon Quest Eleven banner, a.k.a. Like UOC a style of choice. Pool. Like a very short pool select summon ticket. Yeah. Okay. So, in order to get these gold keys, you actually need to summon on the featured banner for Dragon Quest XI-S. For so, units you uh, don't like. For mm -hmm. standard 10 plus 1, you get one key. And then if you do step 1 up to step 4 of the step-up banner, which is only available for one time per player, you get four keys from that and that's only and that you only get what Serena and the Great Dragon. You don't get either of the other three. Mordagon and the Great Dragon. Mordagon and the you Great only Dragon. Get, yeah. All right, who the heck is Serena? Because I didn't actually look her up. 
You only get Mordegon and Great Dragon from the Gacha, while Eleven, Serena, and Veronica are from the Key Summon. So, let's see here. Serena is a healer-type unit who has actually got, let's say, how do I say it? Looks like her stats are pretty good. She's got some decent moves. She Nothing nothing yeah. that's jumping out at me, like, huge or anything or <laughs> necessary, but... Dual the worst sword part of mastery. this one... The worst part of this one is that Serena got... Okay, so Serena is a healer-type unit who has been... Most of her skills are, let's say, nerfed or... It's completely different from her Japanese counterpart. Okay. So, some say that some of her best skills were removed and some of them were typically... I mean, I'm not just, seeing anything here that seems like she doesn't function. It seems She seems like a fine healer from what I'm looking at. She is, but this is... Let's see here. Ah, I'm sorry. I kind of lost it. Hold on. <laughs> this is what happens when... Okay, so... I was checking on Serena's stats and skills here, but... Okay. Comparing to some of the one of the, some of the best healers that we we've got, such as Warrior of like Lena, and otherwise, well, yeah, she she is good. She's quite okay, but some of her best skills are doesn't exist in her current counter in her current version here in global. Okay, now did the they Japanese... did they pull a Kingdom Hearts and say they were going to improve upon that? Yes, yes. Okay. They did. That's for they everybody made a except specific for... post about it. Yep. You know, on the announcement post during Tuesday's okay, news so then last week. A bit of an investment going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There mm -hmm. all of the five star base Dragon Quest eleven units will be reverted to their original state once they have reached a certain amount of time. Okay. We don't know when. Sure. Except for Be Because the... to to clarify uh, the JP version of this collab uh, started uh, the 1st of September. So it's very mm -hmm. recent, which is why the units got changed. The weirdest part is that they have four character units. And yeah, they... we only have three. Eric is nowhere to be seen. Uh, yeah, they're Eric probably saving him of... for when this comes back, for when they buff. Yeah. Uh, and Sato Jasper... says that he's not a fan of the unit-exclusive STMR Moogles in the exchange shop. Well, I think that's actually quite nice. Um, why would that be a problem, Sato? Go ahead and say it in the chat, and I'll go ahead and repeat on 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 the podcast so we can figure that out. Yep. And to add on hmm, Rana's response, so yeah, Eric is nowhere to be seen. Also, Jasper... Whatever his whatever its name is, who is also a five star gotcha unit, is no doesn't exist also in the summon banner. Base so five there or is just... a possible base five. Base okay. Five. There were no, supposed yeah, to be two base five gotchas for the Dragon Quest Eleven characters. So mm. the exception for the Great Dragon, who is a, who is the only four star base of the entire collab, the every every other five star base that was that was released now in globe in the global version of the game, will be reverted back to the original state once they have made another collab with DQ11. Okay, so Sato says I just prefer all type STMR moogles that cost quite a few summon coins earned from performing five k tank plus ones of the step up. Okay, I understand, but um, I mean just having STMR moogles 
on the uh, on the exchange shop. Are they one hundred percent? Yeah, I mean they're they're. I think they're a hundred percent, if I remember right, and they're 50, and they're pretty. They're they're cheap, it, you know, compared to. It's fifty percent. It's fifty percent. It's fifty percent, not one. Oh, it's only fifty percent. Yeah. Okay, that is a bit then. of an issue. Now, is there? Um, still, only means you need to draw technically three of these characters and not four. But yeah, this summon system is absolutely balls. Like, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. I mean, especially of... for someone like me who just kind of wants to do the event um, with the bonus units. Like, there's a four star base and then there's a five star base. Like, it's gonna take me a while to yeah. to get the. Yeah, and the honestly, I really like Dragon Quest Eleven. I think it's a great game, and uh, I would at least have uh, gone with the daily summons, maybe a few tickets if the units were actually in it. But here, it's very much an all of nothing, and for me, it's gonna be nothing. Well, yeah. I, I have to just add to this a little bit. Um, well, here's the thing for me: Gumi does have a habit of um learning from their mistakes, and if this completely bombs their numbers, they're not going to do it again. Yeah. And we've seen them do this before, so hopefully this isn't a portent of things to come. I I don't know. I doubt it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, judging from uh, it's 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 a bad sample size, but judging from my friend list, I have very few um uh units on on my friend list even for like you know bonus units and stuff there's yeah. a few little dragons and then uh i forgot i forgot the unit's name the weird yeah. Mardagon. Mardagon. yeah yeah i i've gotten like two um seven star Mordragons to use for the event so, nice yeah i mean at the same time i know that by the time i get to thirty thousand points anyway because i do want to try to you know get one of these units and i'll say why in a minute um it's not gonna matter i'll get everything i need <laughs> right but it just it's gonna be a grind like one of the bigger <laughs> grinds ever for yeah. me i have zero bonus units i'm not gonna i i use three tickets uh two two four stars and one regular and mm -hmm. i'm like you know what no i don't want this <laughs> i'm not even gonna use anymore yeah. So, yeah. TMR wise for these Dragon Quest characters, especially the human character, actual human Let's characters. Let's take a look. They're, so yeah, they're, they're really good. There's they're one really that's good. really good, and one that I'm I am gonna get, which is Channel Anger. Channel Anger is super good. Uh, uh, yes. That one is Serena's robe TMR. is not terrible. Uh -huh. The Serenica surplus, surplus, surplus. I'm sure. <laughs> Honestly, my stance on the TMRs is that I'll just try uh, with the silver keys to get one of them. And yeah. if not, the Moogles are in the event shop. I'll yeah. just get a Moogle and get a Moogle container. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I have like um, six of them that I haven't known what to do with them. So these are actually a pretty good Mordragon's option. Mordragon's cloak is good for when you need dark resist, but I don't really see it other than that, because... It, yeah, same here. It's and not... even then, it's like Angel Earring gives an extra 10% on top of that, so it's a good backup for mages who need it, but it doesn't seem like it's a standout. It's... Yeah. Yeah, 11's Se is... Serenity. What does 11's coronet actually do? Effect. Hel it's helmet. a helmet with 40 attack. Increase LB damage 20%. LB damage is nice, but it doesn't... Uh, I don't know. I, I could see that working on some strats, but that 40 attack is fairly low compared to some of the things you can get these days. Yeah. Uh, and then here is Veronica's 40% magic and... 
two double hand. Two double hand. You percent two double. So it's basically like a beefed up uh, magical potential, which is you know yeah. pretty good. That's not that, bad. That's something that I'm gonna. If I don't get it with the silver key, I'm gonna go ahead and just uh, buy the eighty thousand Moogle, use one of my many um, containers, and that's gonna be pretty good. Actually, it, it could um, push my um, my. Uh, the heck? Why am I blanking out on here? I'm, I'm sorry, my Elena to uh, Mac capping her her magic and attack Ooh, cool i think that think of it, when the units will get buffed will the tmrs get buffed too i haven't yeah. i'm sure they will because that's what's happened okay. with noctis and that's what happened with yeah just um, wasn't sure the tmrs yeah. and less tmrs were nerfed as well i'm mm -hmm. i'm sure that if there was a nerf they'll be restored because that's been the pattern up to this point there's no reason to oh yeah otherwise. no absolutely absolutely i think 11's tmr is the same stats as the japanese counterpart Yep, it is. Okay. Wait. Well, that one, I for some reason, I haven't looked at 11s yet. Let me, I let think me they, see. they had the same stats. All, all of their TMRs are their same Oh, effects. all of them. Well, then oh, I guess they will be buffed because they're, you know, yeah. already there. It's just the skills. It's just the skills see? that were... I was there. smart to ask. You were? Yeah. I did oh, actually, Erdwin's Coronet's solid uh, in Cre for um, Esther. I, I don't know... It'll be damaged twenty percent. I don't know if that's better than her own TMR though. So I well, I mean, it's uh, Erdwin. It's a, it's a head. Yeah, it's, it's a, a helmet. Oh, it's a oh yeah, it's a helmet. Oh okay. Yeah. That's that's actually not so, bad. I may be using yeah. two uh, Moogle containers. Yeah, <laughs> there will be plenty more. LD I I can see a use for it, but anyway. none of this sings to me like. No. None it's of it's jumping out at me as a must-have. No, no. Not at all. We'll just be real on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at this like this is just a gigantic shrug for me. I have like, even if I were I'm still playing, I would be very unenthused by this. And I'm trying to be objective here. Let's just ignore my yeah. grave dislike for Dragon Quest. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't, me, doesn't help my... Honestly, me. I'm willing to shrug uh, right to, to the next topic. Yeah, I. Is there anything else we can really need for FFB, or should we just move on? Because I'm not really. Well, I think the final. Well, uh, no, the next FFB topic. That's yeah. Oh. Because yeah. there's also the main story. Yep. Season two Season has, two uh, come has to ended. An end. Yeah. I wish I knew more about it because I don't play the story anymore. That makes me sad. Yeah, well, I mean it's. No spoilers, I think, but I'll say as much. Mm -hmm. The the season two story started with a pretty compelling premise, and very quick after Axstar and Laswell met and direct interaction ran out the course a little bit, it plummeted in quality. The middle and second third of the yeah. main story were absolutely dull to me. But mm. they once they really got past the tournament up. arc, I think the story turned up a bit. Yeah, yeah. and um, even then, the tournament arc had that whole thing on Reagan's side with the Vision kids, and I'm just like, "Ooh, that's heartrending." <laughs> but oh, uh, yeah. it, I think it ended well. Okay, it was an interesting ending. I mean, it did kind of. I I think uh, these games have a season one. It kind of. The, the ending of it just kind of drags on a little bit. I felt like it could have ended very, you know, a lot quicker than it did. 
Um, yeah. And then it just drags on with all this kind of meaningless banter to an extent. Um, but it did. Uh, it, it had a very interesting twist. Very, very interesting that I won't say. Are you like, talking oh. about the Axta twist? Yeah, the act, I was like, I, I did not so see that. So unfortunately, I actually I got spoiled to that like a year ago. Yeah. I thought it was going to be the be someone else. I did think. Oh no, no! I was there with you on the what? someone else thing. I was like, "This is this person." No, it turned out to be the other one. And I'm just that like, "Yeah, have been better." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that was interesting. Well, I well my experience on the ending of season two. Yep, I cried on the on the end credits. I haven't actually got to the credits yet. I'm still in this last little like. Um, the last little stages, you know, where in, and, and that, that part's just oh, like, okay, I don't, yeah. I'm, Des I'm says very... it does make it look like this. Yeah. It did. I think my first joke is it was that joke and it was the other guy. How? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then the post credits cutscene. I'm looking forward to this. I have to, I have to get to that. Yeah. I mean, you were hyped for season three for a while, no doubt. I do. I can't wait. <clears throat> but I'm, I'm still way, debating on I'll, how much further way, I want to go. On multiple, I was on multiple feelings back and forth upon en- finishing the entire story. Mm. It's... And if I'm not mistaken, before the start of season three, there's going to be uh, the uh, similar to uh, the time between season one and two, the upgrade of Bahamut to two stars. That's right. Yes. Yep, yes. we're going. We're going to get a lot of intermission for a month and a half, such as the FFB weapon raid, Bahamut two star, Asura two star, and the finales of Madame's Menor, alongside the actual release of Madame Edel as a summonable unit. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, did they finish? Uh, did they actually finish Madame's Manor? Because that was the, I really yes. enjoyed that side quest. Okay, good. Yes. I haven't even started that one yet. The completion yeah. reward is a high. Is the best in slot for Madame. Yeah, it's a fantastic. Yeah. It was an Earth gun, right? Yeah, exactly. high element, high attack Earth elemental gun with a yeah. special passive when equipped to Madame, and a special accessory that gives a quest experience boost and drop rates up for common and rare items. Now that I think about it, huh. we have characters not at the same time as they get, like we have the story apparition of say Axstar and JP got it earlier than we do compared to the story progression. So I wonder, since Madame is so linked to her event, if there will be some movement, like we'll get this event a bit earlier on or a bit later on? Hmm. No idea, but Madame's event is a story event. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Usually those don't get too Yeah, those don't get moved around up. too much, though we did have that one thing where Axstar and Crimson got switched, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think we found but out that, why later. But that, but that depends, because the upcoming story event, supposedly, after Sol, is Fissilis. Yeah. Fissilis. Like Which Fissilis. seems weird. She I wasn't post-season two in Japan, was she? It was even before season two ended. Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. So she's actually late for some reason. Did they have an extra Extremely one? Extremely Oh, right. No. We had Elena. Yep, we've got yeah. Elena. And then but the following that one month. that just kind of back-to-back stories. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So... And then we got, a, we got last month that we don't get any story events. 
I, mm. So yeah, that could be an in-between season scramble, one way or another. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, the other thing I think I remember is that Japan had a really long uh, period because their writer was sick or something, where they didn't okay. get any story this... updates. It was just the story, but story events were up yeah, to but date. I mean that, yeah, but I mean, that's my point, though. Their story yeah. was delayed compared to ours, so they got an extra story event or two while that was going on, while our story continued pretty much on schedule because we didn't have that problem. Yeah, I think that we're, oh. we're, season three is going to come uh, a lot faster comparatively uh, to the Japanese version. But... So do you think maybe some of the characters they've got will get in double banners? Ooh, double banners? That'd be no. one way to compensate. No, nope. I don't think that's nope. gonna happen. Not not for story events, because the story events are too nope. big and but a there, thing. No, but that's there true. is one. There is one particular story event banner that has two five stars, but I'm not gonna tell it because it's spoilers. Yeah, of course, but I think I know the if... one you're talking about. It. There's a ninja yeah. lolly in there, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Wait, you said. Kite, you little... What? <laughs> what? what did I miss? I, I can't I say think... it without spoiling it. Oh, oh that's funny. Uh, know that I'm raging at you right now, because you keep giving me weird information based on your own weird headspace. You're weird. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, speaking I know. about weird, shall we move on to FFB Japan? Sure. Yes. What the yeah, heck because... is Dark Visions? I kind of like this. I don't now know. That we what know. It is I still think it's still a whale event. Okay, Ryan, know. if you know, I say okay. It. What I think, all I know, I don't know the event, but but Tell the us units that come along with it are part no, of it. No, no, right? we, we're not talking about the units. Actually, about the units. Uh, also, of note, we have the stats of the units. Uh, they released it. Uh, I saw. I will be did post that's uh, 21 minutes old so we have the wiki entry for the units i think it'd be nice to make a post to check them a little wait hold on on the wiki what wait, units hang on i'm looking at this and i don't see like i'm looking at deaths uh what is it death snacks uh news and i don't see anything i see fourth anniversary which has charlotte and Fasalis and fina in her like cheerleader costume and then there's a thing that says nothing. And Posting then it in Discord. there's Charlotte and Vesalis again. Like, what am I looking at here? What's our banner? Talking oh, this. this stuff. Yes. Okay, I remember this now. And now we have the stats. So I think it'd be nice to check them at least quickly. Know the outline of the units. I got to be honest. <coughs> this whole thing is a hard shrug for me. We don't need more of these characters in their season one getups that happen to have espers with them. I don't care. What? I like it. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I think it's best to keep the Off. I like it or I don't debate for during the... You're right. That's fair. Let's take a look at how good they are the or not. We'll see. All right. Let's start let's with Rain. See, let's see. Let's start with Rain. Because as I said, it's uh, 20 minutes old. 20 minutes? That's new. Okay. So... Breaking news right here on Gathering of Gatchas. Summon Vestival, hooray. Uh, STMR, high attack close with fire resist, and that's pretty good STMR on rain. Uh, yep, and a physical damage <clears throat> boost against beasts. Yeah, and his, his, uh, his regular TMR is pretty good too. It's 
just good old-fashioned greatsword master with some fire resistance and some LB gauge, which is actually quite nice. It's not best in slot, but it's pretty solid. Uh, Stardust Ray, Stardust Ray, Stardust Ray, Stardust Ray, Stardust Ray, Stardust Ray. So exactly some one chain family. That become better after a cooldown that starts on turn one. Yep. Uh, single. So he's true double hand, plus more beast and plant killer. 120% break on uh, Imperial on two elements is pretty nice. Yeah, this isn't bad. This is pretty nice. I mean, yep. it's, it's and... range, so I'd never pull for him anyway, because he's a dumbass, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he also got the usual thing that CG protagonist has. Is he CG? In... Yep, he's Are yeah, all he's four CG. of them CG, or just oh, him? No, only just Rain. Him. Only Rain. Of uh... course! Why would any other character get a chance to... Ugh! Okay, yeah. so... Yeah, I, I've already said what I'm going to say about Rain. He's got all of the frickin' that stuff. Let's take a look at Fina now. Yeah. Well, we got TMR. It's crazy. Yeah, that 30 is... 30% bonus stats for Bahamut. Wow. And auto-evoke auto Godge fill wow. per turn. All right, 40% so... magic, too. Also, she's a uh, match type, it looks like. Maybe not spirit, yep. so... Yeah, pure match type. Her STMR has 178 magic. It's a two-handed bow. This is and the weirdest the Fina that is... yet. And the yeah. passive is Bahamut evoke damage boost. Yeah, so yep. whatever they end up giving but Citra this... had better be good because she's basically stealing Citra's job now. Uh, I think uh, it's, not, it's not actually quite... based on... Not really. Yeah, I'm, I think if it's based on story. Passives, she's got a small Esper oh. stat bonus. Sato, what you just said there, let me be honest with you. Why wouldn't it have been Soul and Chaotic Darkness? How cool would that be? That would have... I would have actually been kind of uh, down with that. Yes. I would have much preferred that. Yeah. And also of note, I'll probably mention it, but... Isn't Soul a light elemental damage dealer primarily? He is. Yeah. He is, he is. And he doesn't do any light elemental damage because of course not. He's paired with Yellows here. Yeah, this is this is a dumb combo. Well, okay, so just a quick recap. Rain is a Stardust Raid TDH chainer with a lot of fire, 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 and some good imperils. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Fina is a pure magic attacker, which is weird for someone who's an actual Fina, not a dark Fina, and then is kind of taking all of uh, Citra's Bahamut Evoke job. But, um. Uh, no, not Bahamut Evoke. Yeah, well, no, there's some Evoke damage on there, too, because she gets the 50% Evoke damage on the STMR, but. On the STMR, but other characters can equip. Yeah, that is but, true. Uh, Actually, now that you put it that way, I'm like, I kind of want to give that to Citra just because. Wait, no, it's a bow. Exactly. Wait, no, she can equip bows. Eh, I don't know. It's a bad fit for Citra because Citra's a dual wielder. Still. Yeah. Uh, I, I There needs to be a new fancy version of Lightlord so she gets her Mega Buster back. <laughs> yeah. I miss her cosplaying as Samus Aran. That's what I really, really was like totally down with her on every level. Samus Aran. <laughs> That's funny. Am I wrong? I mean, uh... no. No. That's a good. That's a good point. I never thought of it before, but yeah, I mean, she's basically Samus. Yeah. Are you kidding me? She yeah. comes out of the scene with a Mega Buster. How am I not going to fall instantly in love with her? Let's be honest about that. I don't know why I never made that connection. It's it's so obvious. Yeah. 
They're just opposite colors. Yep. And also one of them is a bit more murderous than the other. I don't know. Samus takes on a whole lot of space pirates for very little actual reason. <laughs> and she has no problem murdering the crap out of the other bounty hunters in Metroid Prime 3 Echoes. Yep. Oof. So, no, I, I, I think the Samus Aran, I, I think that's a accurate and continuing statement. I think... I guess. Okay. I guess. Sol is a light, uh, dark and fire damage dealer chain or mage. Soul. Not light damage at all. Uh, Soul is... <sighs> No, and I'm... then he got the Diablos related stuff. Like Soul gets a big thumbs down boost. for me. I got nothing. Bonus stats. Uh, you know and then there's Axtar, who I'm going to assume is just his usual stabby self. Uh, oh, Axtar yeah. is actually combo based very much. So, like, all right, he has so... skills and his skills enhances other skills, and he looks like the kind of guy with a. Uh, comp- with a rotation that takes uh, several different flowcharts uh, all in tandem. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say <laughs> exactly. that while this banner is potentially cool conceptually, I just really can't care about any of these characters the way they're designed? I like the Axtar and Asura one. I mean, I just think that it, they, they make a pretty cool looking combo there. Just a bunch no, they of look cool. I'm not yeah. going to deny that. I just don't think like None of this clicks with me in a way it should. Like, uh, you know, Sato brought it up. Soul should not have been paired with Diabolos. We know this already. Um, yeah, no. That's also, the only one to me that doesn't really make sense. But from there, I think they're all really good pit- fits. Fina should have been paired with Shiva. Uh, mm, Shiva was uh, the one who was totally bomb. flirting with Fina. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I have taken it. I, I think Rain yeah. should have been with a, a female Asper he's been hit on. No, but rain's fire and ifrit's fire, so that also no, that's the only reason why that happened, though. Like, let's be honest, yeah. ifrit and rain are not really a combination that matters. Yeah, should have been rain and siren. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, actually, I completely back, agree. Back when rain was more of a womanizer when the game first yeah, started, yeah, they changed his characterization yeah. pretty good. Yeah, uh, a little behind the scene notes we have. Uh, notes about the different topic we're going to go over and this topic uh, had another description at first but I changed it to time to complain about how this Esper should have been a better fit for this unit. I called it! I called it everyone and you fell right into my trap. Okay. Uh... Sure. I mean we were going to talk about this anyway let's just be honest. Yeah. Yeah, and with that as well, there is also another extra surprise that JP had. Okay. Remember, remember, Madam Adol. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to pair up with a mysterious type of Esper. We don't know who who that is yet. We're going to find out within the middle of October. Interesting. The thing is, Madam and this mysterious Esper will be a free unit instead of a gotcha type. Wow, a free unit, really? Free yeah. madame for everyone. Free madame. Sl- yeah, but it's pretty common duo. for JP to have a free unit alongside some of the banner. For instance, in the FF15 event with Sigenactis and. Yeah, Freya they're doing that now with the King Logs, especially. Uh, Gentiana was the free unit for that. 
Yeah, that was a very interesting choice. They'd been antagonists up to that point, but when I saw her come up, I'm like, this is going to be the free unit for the King Mog. And it was, it was, that was accurate. Yeah. Nice. It is, it is. Yeah, so it's not a unique occurrence, but I I think regarding the Esper shall be paired up with, the best candidate is probably Phoenix. It seems like the most in style, but maybe uh, it's going to be something I... Phoenix would be a very weird choice for her because Phoenix is very spirit-based and a healer and Madame Adele is not those things. Have you... Have you gone to the uh, dialogue uh, when getting Phoenix? Oh, yeah, no. He's a total dude, bro. I totally get that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, mechanically, that fit makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah, you mean like how Sol, a light-aspected mage... Okay, you know what? That is true. Like, I I can't deny that. That also makes zero sense. There we go. I think it's more of a uh, visual thing than actual thinking that deep into it. Yeah, and Madame has got feathers on the coal of her vest. Mm. I mean, that would make sense. That could end up being Siren for all we know. (laughs) Yeah. Like, feathers aren't unique to this one character. Perhaps. Now that I think of it, we haven't talked about dark visions, did we? We tried, but I can't figure out what this is. It's like a leaderboard thing, but I can't even figure out how to, like, what the event actually is. It seems like it's a super hard raid or something. Yeah, I found some stuff. So it looks like you can make um, different teams that are based something on elements. And, okay, so it's six. You get six units, no friend units, no duplicates. So that's one. And then you go and you just try to destroy some bosses. And you get scores, you get grades that give you points based on it. So um, there are attack, which is biggest damage in one turn. Damage, biggest amount of mitigated damage in one turn. Um, Least amount of dead units. Fastest clear and the biggest chains. So it's not... People are saying on Reddit, it's not necessarily um, you need meta, but you just need the right types of teams. I mean, I'm always for something like that that just takes you away from the meta and forces you to actually think. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that mechanic quite a bit. So that's pretty pretty interesting. I kind of like that. The thing um, about having to get a bit clearer once it comes to global because I have... Yeah. Uh, it's still a bit murky to me. Yeah, it's really hard to find much of anything on it um, aside from YouTube videos and stuff and I know we're gonna find that because... <laughs> we're, we're we're gonna find that out eventually. You know what? Yeah. Here's I... going back to Madame Adele for a second. Here's my actual prediction. She's gonna get okay. a season three Esper, and that's how they're gonna introduce the Esper. Oh, yeah, that's, that's one of it, the things yeah. I was thinking. Was thinking that's of. one of the possibilities because season three so far doesn't have any new Espers. Yeah, since, so I'm thinking like... that could be a way to introduce it. Honestly, I wouldn't mind it if uh, Season 3 had no new Espers at all, disregarding that, and instead <laughs> focused on blue magic as a, a progression uh, instead of the Espers. I because think they're that's doing that, blue magic but is involved. there's also... I mean, yeah, I, I think they are doing that, but if they only gave us the one and that one was 
uh, Adele's partner, I think I'd be very okay with that. Oh yeah, I'd be totally okay with that because uh, <clears throat> es new espers don't have to be on the new continents. Kokiriyu was on farm. Yeah, yeah, that was really weird yeah. for me. I just got unlocked that one yesterday. I I'm will like, never what? stop calling that Shadow Dragon. Yeah, so, it really is. It's Golbez's Shadow Dragon. Yeah, but no. Once it's once once you go, I actually really love the that Esper's personality. It's now my favorite. Um, yeah, personality oh, wise, he likes to he likes to talk about sake at the end of the conversation. Sake and like philosophical and stuff. It's wasn't cool, he man. originally a sake? Um, Collab, like, yeah, yeah, he was uh, originally a sake collaborator. And you thought we'd never get it in the states because it's a collab, huh? Yeah. Now we do, and we're all liking him and his personality. There you go. And not his stats because they're terrible. Really? <laughs> I heard he was a decent I mean, physical with has, some killers. He has no real standouts compared to the others, as far as I know. Um, well, the problem until, is he's uh, only two he star for now. Killer. Yeah, he has, he's only two star for now. Once yeah, the three, three star hasn't star. come out yet. I think that's oh. that's next after Anima, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. that's after Anima. Okay, so we're pretty close to that anyway. Yep, yeah. intermission's okay, ongoing. Cool. We're bound to get Kokoyu three star. Yeah. Within, within then. Looking forward to that and to the fates too, as well as probably my favorite fate in the game. That one was fun. Yep, I like the three star Esper fights. Speaking of three star Esper fights, we've got a debut for Anima three star and a new ailment. Ooh, yes, zombie. 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 I haven't fought Anima yet. I went in I blind and one one try KO'd it, so it was nothing to me. <laughs> uh, it took me 20 or something turns sometimes that happens yeah. okay so it's yeah. not a come in one shot at goodbye thing it's not a one shot but I mean I think it's because my Aerith and, and like tanks are just so overpowered right now like I, I just had re-raise up the entire time on and just put it back up and, and it's weird because I we have die. units that have a lot of buff compared to JP, but the tanks and the healers are pretty stable. Yeah, they are so stable. But yeah, don't don't let your guard down if that unit got hit by a zombie because they're dead if you heal them. Yep. I think that's what was me. Oh, that's probably why I didn't notice because because what I was doing with my Aerith, I wasn't healing. I was just putting re-raise on everyone. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> they died and they got revived at full health. That's, that's, okay. That's, that's, that's kind so of a cheese. rude strat, but all that's right. One way to get I yeah, have weird yeah. strategies like that, especially, <laughs> I mean, since I love Aerith, that, that's her thing. And then yeah. it puts a barrier up, so Lana, why Lana not just re-raise? Yeah, death is Aerith's thing. Yep. <laughs> just let them all die. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I mean, like, all right. If that's how you're gonna do it, that's how you're gonna do it. What am I gonna say to that? No. Before she we go, stressed. lady, he was gonna love it. It took me one try before, total, before and I got we... all achievements, so I will take that. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And and with that, let's just have a little quick reminder that Katy Perry ends tomorrow. Oh. Bear, bear, bear. I really wish you would stop making that noise. Like, really that needs to it? stop. <laughs> it's my favorite noise in the world. <laughs> oh, boy. I have so many yeah, comments, and none of them are favorable to you right now. 
Okay. <laughs> Bef- yeah, before we go on to the bad Eric puns, what else do we have on FFB? I think uh, we've exhausted. I think our we're FFB done with it. Time. Let's go ahead and move on. Finally. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about Fire Emblem Heroes. Kite, that's on you, buddy. Yep. It's not a surprising thing, but Thrasir, one of the antagonists of Book Three, is now a mythic hero beginning tomorrow. How do you like your Jello? I don't like this year so much, the same as the other person does, but her stats and equipment abilities, etc., etc., are really good, but we've got so many dragon killer units up to date, so... Let me get a quick review here. So Thrasir is a is an anima type mythic hero. Okay, what do you mean by anima type? Because I think I hear anima, I think you know anima. Yeah, yeah, but well, anima type is an elemental affinity based on the Fire Emblem games. So that's the basic elements of fire, lightning, and wind. Okay, so so that's what they call it. Because mythic heroes are, again, based on deities and their elemental affinity. Light, dark, ostra, and anima, which is based on the Fire Emblem references and terms. Yeah, so, I remember ostra, because that was Ryoma's friend skill in Fire Emblem Warriors that just doubled everyone's attack speed. Yeah, hmm. ostra here, though, is basically star-based. Or, let's say, starlight, glittering-based. Okay. Anima is... Usually the elements of nature. Fire, lightning, wind. You call it. So, mm. her unique tome, Thrasir's unique tome, Ifig Gear, whatever it's called, because it's Norse. It's... Uh, not, it, is it Norse? Are you talking of... about the weapon? Yep, yep. The yes, weapon. because it, it is unfortunately named. It reads Ifinger. I f- <laughs> oh boy! Uh, oh, I, I think it's pronounced more like a finger. Oh, okay. But it is with an eye finger, just without the e. <laughs> an eye finger, uh, huh? Okay. And okay. now none of you can unread it. No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so Thrasir's ult- preferential weapon is effective against dragon type units. Okay. And there's another there's a unique passive in which she gets beneficial stats on herself when an ally is What is going on here? What? <laughs> oh boy, Rana. Hello? Can we stop corpsing? Oh, that's funny. Get it together? Yeah. Sorry, but I'm three years old. Clearly. <laughs> okay so the passive effects for a finger is if she's now you got me snorting at it (laughs) she's three spaces away from a from an ally she gets beneficial stats okay so stay close and get bonus that that works no stay alone stay away stay away three spaces you gotta use a finger alone yeah, and then <laughs> after combat, she inflicts death. She inflicts debuffs on the nearest ally. So beneficial effects for herself, and then your 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 nearest ally 
that is next to Thrissir will get debuffed. Well, this actually so, sounds bad because, yeah, no, that's that's not someone I could ever see myself using. I don't so like debuffing my people. How good is she? Is she worth that? Well, she's another yet a dragon dragon killer user, but being a mythic hero, she's really great, especially if you're going solo without any other nearest allies next to her. Yeah, if you're on a solo so, run, she sounds awesome, but, like, how often is that going to be a thing? This is a gotcha game. Well, I assume there's an energy mechanic. Mm, hmm. Some some of them, uh, the, some of the quests here that are gives you instant game overs, like Grand Hero Battles, Mythic Hero Battles, Legendary Hero Battles. They don't spend energy, so you can try and try anytime you like until you have successfully cleared it. Just so... to confirm something, Kate. Mm -hmm. uh, so when she attacks, she mm -hmm. debuffs one of her allies, not one of the enemies. Yep, she debuffs one of her allies. This is the same as Fallen Burkut in one point. This is also the same okay. as Lif in one in one point, even though he's not yet a mythic hero. So some of the heroes that were released that gives beneficial buffs or combat abilities to themselves, but the consequences is that their nearest allies will get hurt. It's okay, common so you, with So you have to build a team that won't mind too much debuffs as well. Is that mm -hmm. right? Okay. Mm -hmm. And we've got the restore staff, so it can remove debuffs and all that and all that stuff. Yeah, and but that's also got... part of team building. Yeah, that's also part of it. One, one, one of another thing or unique thing is that if you get debuff, it, you know Micaiah, who has the sacrifice unique ability. She can okay. she can she can turn those debuffs into buffs for that for that turn. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so there's some synergy there that if you're capable of putting it together, it actually starts making a lot more sense. But the way you described it at first, I'm like, the heck is going on here? <laughs> these these kinds of effects are unique beginning book three. So we've got several heroes who, d who can do that thing. Okay. And so that makes sense since she's one of the most prominent antagonists from book three. Yep. And spoilers, let's leave it at that. She had she's going to be featured beginning later in a couple of hours with the Mythic Hero Summon banner alongside the Mythic Hero ba battle, which you have to fight her for orbs, for blessings, and plenty more stuff. Okay. And we're supposed to have a voting gauntlet in a couple of days which will be composed of the characters who can dance. Who are you going to support? Oh, we're doing the dance thing again? Uh, freaking... No, who is that girl no, from I... Awakening, the pink-haired one? Olivia. She's sure, not... her. She, 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 she's around. She's around. The... We've got Berkut, Ishtar, Reinhardt, Nephany. I we think we got... talked about that last we episode. We did. This already. sounds familiar. Yep. Yep, and then we've got Olivia, Inigo, Shigure, and Renea, who are competing against each other. So, I think we've talked about this back back then, about the voting gauntlet, because the last time I talked about the voting gauntlet is that we've got brave heroes who are competing against their rivals, and right. the brave version of Camilla won in that thing. So, yeah. this time this time it's about the dancers. Now. The best of my 
where you're going to root for. I honestly continue to be surprised about the Camilla win, just because I know how the fandom tends to react to her. Yep, they do. But that's just... I mean, I, I, I'm i guessing that part of the fandom is a vocal minority, and I don't think they'd release her if she wasn't popular, and clearly she's popular to win these polls, so... Like... I think it's more a counter-reaction, because she won so much in the early days of the game. Yep. So, rooting against her is rooting for the underdog. And that's always appealing. Hmm. I guess. Yeah. So, whoever is going to summon for Thrasir, good luck. I have other plans. I I want... I want the... I want the burb girl. The burb girl. Uh, the yep. only burb girl I'm familiar with is Kelpsy, and she's a Zelda streamer, so we're not really having the same conversation here yeah yeah and uh, as always the thing about these le legendary and mythic heroes is that it's a selective unique pool you only get to pull one of the 12 featured five star bases in including seer so we've got eight percent base uh five star chance yeah eight percent summoning rate and three five star bases for each colored stone red blue green color thrasir is green so, the other featured characters who are there are Yoon, who is the bird girl talking about, and, okay, the girl. Spring, and the spring version of Veronica, who was released this year. And show you villains, I guess. Yeah. I'm going for Yoon, no doubt about it. <laughs> We've got some other units as well that were released that's going to be featured. Let's see here. I got the list here. We've got for the red, we've got legendary Erica and Elliewood alongside the <clears throat> alongside the hero's original character Hrid. Okay. They're they're all red cavalry sword units. Great. <laughs> and then we've got blue. So they're all Xander. Is, mm, <laughs> yeah. He's cavalry sword. It's the only one I know of. Yep. Yep. And we, for blue, we've got the legendary version of Ephraim, the Valentine's Day version of Soren, and what's what's that called? Kel, who is the one of the the only original five star base character that was who is not a legendary nor a nor a special hero. Okay. And and we've got the green one, of course. There's Thrasir, who is an anima anima type mythic hero. Yoon, who is a Dark-type mythic hero, and the Spring version of Veronica. Okay. And for the colorless type, we've got Air, the Light-type mythic hero, the Fallen version of female Corrin. Yay, Corrin! And, and the Picnic version of Jenny from Shadows of Valentia. I'm sorry, did you say Picnic? Yeah, Picnic. Cool. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm just where picnics. Sure. Yep. Heroes got you got weird weird holiday units sometimes. So picnic right. picnic batches are one of them. Okay then. Yeah, that one definitely gets it okay then for me. Good night. <laughs> if if you ever play Fire Emblem Heroes, Rana, who are you going to pull? Uh. Well. If I were to come back, obviously the most recent unit seems like a pretty good selection, and then uh, uh, 
honestly, I just go for everybody and try to refill my pool <laughs> with modern units on the cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going with all greens here. Just trying to avoid Thrasia. Oh, trading greens. I do. <laughs> Because that's what I did last time. I failed so hard on the previous banner, I got off-bannered instead. Oof. So Oof. you don't like weed wet transparent skeleton lady? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? Transparent Wow, you haven't lady? seen what she looks like! No! Okay, transparent skeleton lady? <laughs> oh my yeah, god, this one. Okay. What the heck? We, we maybe should have started with that. Yeah, book three is pretty much death-related, and hmm. let's just leave it at that. I mean, this is first year. Yeah. That's why I was think... talking about Jello before. Oh, <laughs> oh my... wow, that is. She's kind of cool. I honestly really like that design. It's very yeah. interesting. That is very unique. Like. This is a very weird and interesting design. I'm kind of down with it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And that would make a summer unit hilarious. Huh. Oh. <laughs> oh. I Oh. What? Did Galen stop responding? No, I... I'm, I'm just horrified by that thought to the point where I can't really think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, good good job, question so, mark? One come out yet? One summer unit win. <laughs> Alright. I got very little I could add to this. <laughs> I want was... this as much as I want a uh summer unit soul. Oh why? <laughs> you are mm. Okay, we have reached that level. I think it's time to move on. Yep, and I think, Rana, that's on you. Valkyrie Anatomia, take us away. Yay! Valkyrie Anatomia, now with 20% less skeletons. <laughs> Only 20? What? I mean, it's There's still, still probably some. not about death and rebirth. That is true, yeah. and, you know, it is only 20%... No, there's way more skeletons, because you fight the regular skeleton enemies. Oh, yeah, and, there's a lot of skeleton enemies. And also, since that's a perfect transition, the main story ends in very uh, deathly places. Yeah, um, uh, you said there was a new main story chapter. Any new main story characters, or just we're progressing with the story itself? No, but uh, we have uh, characters that mean that meet, including the two main antagonists. Oh, really? And they do not, yeah, mm. and they do not like each other. Hmm. Well, that's good to know, though that's not really surprising. Odin and Lazar yeah. didn't really get a log, so to speak, in Valkyrie Profile 2, so by that I mean, yeah. you know, Lazar uh, just killed his ass. And <laughs> they basically try to have a common courteous meeting that find out that their goals are pretty much at odds. Huh. Okay. Because so who are the... our antagonists? Because I know who they are in the quest lines. I don't. I'm sorry. In the yeah, actually, actually in the event stories, I don't really know who they are in the main story. So in the main story, one of the main antagonists is uh, Emperor Shiho the Second. Okay, I've Shiho. seen something from him from a couple of the events, uh, Abel's and uh, Altvir's and uh, freaking his brother Anelian. 
And the short of it is that he has uh, his pet among killers and tries to murder guards. Because that's what emperors do. I mean, that's pretty par for the course. Let's just be honest here. That's what King Barbarossa did, and that didn't yeah. end well for him. Yeah. And we have Gulveig, uh, which I... was first introduced in a story part where we first met Loki as well. And uh, she has a very interesting design that made her, that made her absolutely uh, uh, not credible at all when she tried to pass for just another random peasant. Nice. Hmm. Um, any chance we have a picture of that we could see? Because I didn't make it that far in the story, unfortunately. Absolutely. Here she is. Oh, yeah. She's totally generic. She looks yeah. just like a peasant. Yeah. She that, looks that just like a peasant. Hilarious. That was a pretty hilarious part, honestly. Okay, she also doesn't really look that antagonistic. Like, her design is kind of Dark Hero-esque. So what is she going for? Like, what's her angle? Uh, we only learn about her angle in this, uh, in this scenario chapter. The short of it, she's Ragnarok. Of a concept. What? Yep. She basically initiates the cycle of death and rebirth of the world in order to keep the sense of purpose of the gods. And okay. obviously was created by them, even though they forgot that several worlds ago. Which now begs <laughs> a question that I must ask. Where the heck was she in VP1? Because with Ragnarok going down in that game, you'd think she would have wanted to be a part of that. That's an excellent question, and I hope they will take that into account. Okay. Because that was an outright Ragnarok scenario, so, like, her absence seems pretty, um, Like, Gulveig is a nickname, and Ragnarok is a true name, basically. Okay, so she hmm. is the oh. embodiment of Ragnarok, and Gulveig is just some human name she took. Yeah. This is a little high concept for Valkyrie Profile. Usually they don't do this. Usually their conflicts are much more direct. Yeah, I suppose, uh, I mean, we are, like, what, 20 chapters into the story? I think this helps us uh, know a bit more about what's truly at stake, including with the weird parts about the intro with Lenef killing everybody. I'm not sure I disagree with that, but at the same time, like, again, this is a Valka Profile thing, and Valka Profile doesn't usually act like this like it doesn't it, it, it doesn't go this like conceptual like even the god of x y or z doesn't often isn't often seen doing that job they're usually going for their own personal goals and they're definitely doing that there Okay, so aside from the main story uh, we have uh, the second part of the White Wings event okay uh, and I hope there would be a bit more story beyond just uh, uh, where we left where we were left off last time with uh, Hakuei going Super Saiyan and telling the replicant uh, uh, get the hell out. Right. Huh. Wait, the but replicant. We oh, right. The the weird Japanese fan service wrist. Right. Yes. Okay. I I I'm and... trying because I know you asked me not to. I'm trying hard not to use her name. No, no problem, no problem. I still don't know it. 
Yeah, so I'm so, gonna just let me know when you do. That way I can stop biting my tongue. Of course. Uh, but we haven't got any new story on this event. It's just challenge stages. Ah. Oh. Ending with a 130,000 recommended mate. Oh, uh, come single, on. Single boss battle. But we have this system where there's special orbs in the shop that weaken the boss. Okay, no, I've seen them do that a couple of times before. That's actually a really interesting system. I haven't tried to challenge the boss yet, but I already can tell from a video I did during my research for this uh, podcast episode, uh, the orbs system was improved as well since they are effective right from the first turn with a special bit of interface showing their uh, locking and sealing abilities. It's not uh, only effective after the unit wielding the orb hit the boss. Oh, that's good. That's a nice... Yeah. I didn't even realize that was a system. Like, I only so... had the system come up once while I was still playing, and it... Uh... It was not yeah. an immediate thing. It was. It was. Uh, it yeah, felt pretty it quick, but I didn't realize that. Then again, I hit with and everybody, so. And it's important since that gives the boss weakness to ice and fire, so having it on turn one helps with the damage. Yeah, and guess what? Hakurei's elements plural are because plural elements are apparently a thing they do in this game. Ice and fire. Yep. God, I hate plural elements in Valkyrie Anatomia. They just do not work well. Mm. Uh. I mean, she's a bit different. Yeah, since... no, she's two separate yeah. elements working together as opposed to two elements simultaneously, which is awful. Exactly. Now, moving on, because we have infinity events, we have the okay. sixth Valhalla defense. Right, another Valhalla defense too, because why not? Uh, we have we start to have the order of events uh, on that aspect that's a bit different from JP. Right. We had the first five in order. This time, we don't have Maya. Instead, we have Odin directly. Yeah, but didn't we already get, like, VP2 Odin, who actually had Spiritual Lancer and stuff? I think it's VP1 Odin. But he was certainly better than this Odin. Uh, to give you an idea, at the time of release, uh, this Odin was considered bad. That was in the eighth month of the JP version. We have Akuei that was uh, on the third year of the JP version. Yeah, like the, the so weird order out, is not helping this game right now. He's outclassed in every sense of the way. The only solace we have is that his uh, cost was put in line with the other. Originally, he cost 150, uh, 1,500 Odin medals instead of 1,000. 1500 for that schmuck? Why? Ugh. Mm. But they brought him in line. And uh, also of note, we have uh, the return of the artifact from the free unit. Yes. So get your Mercurius, get your Leone, who's still the best critical hit based uh, healer yes. in the game. Leone is get fantastic. Your... And you, if you can get all three, that's amazing. And I believe you also said that Alias Orb was finally available. Exactly, we have an oh. artifact available, also for a thousand medals, so we can get her orb, which means more damage, and her damage is still very much relevant, especially for a free unit. Yeah, no, she's easily the best free unit in the game, other than maybe Leone, which is just fine by me. 
I'm certainly Absolutely. not going to complain about that particular combination. So it's a good sign that they brought them back. It does give a lot of choice about what to do with the medals, because there's the uh, units featured in the Valhalla defense. I mean, at this point, it honestly, fans. I gotta be honest, if you're running the meta, you want Leone or Aelia, or maybe Mercurius, like, forget Odin. Oh, Oh, you use the medals to unlock and limit break characters in the potential boat. Yeah, that's that also an option. And the only way to grind for these medals is in these uh, in these events. Yeah, so that's a long grind, and it's only squeezing four days. So good luck with that. Yeah, the, the, the Valhalla defense are easily my least favorite events, just because they are such a hard grind. Like you, there it is relentless. Also of note, uh, there's a bit of shuffling around in the sh bonus units. Okay. Usually you get one on each stage. This time the three units, that is. Uh, there's two in the blue badge stage, one in the yellow badge stage, and none in the red badge stage. Uh, well, yeah, red is usually the hard one. Like, I've noticed that red tends to have the most concentration yeah. of uh, hard-to-get characters. But at least the good thing is that uh, the bonus uh, units influence medals net contribution, which is where the big rewards are. Yeah. And uh, the three units are now in line with the others. They used to be 50% more damage, while the gacha units were 100%. Now they're equal in bonus badges, bonus damage, everything. Okay, that's actually, that's nice. I like that. Yes, that's really nice. So we can't leave on a positive note. Hakurei and Premium Jackpot Hakurei are two different units. What? Hmm. Exactly. They... Are you kidding me with this? I wish I was. And the thing I'm starting to wonder is, can someone have both... Premium Hackaway and normal Hackaway on their team. Hmm. Because that sounds like a possibility, and that's weird, and that pushes even more towards the jackpot, which is already a bit oh, iffy. Oh, I hate this. I hate everything you just said. <laughs> I, oh my god, no. I, I told you, I called it, yeah. Oh my god, I, I am in pain. I am in so much pain right now. That hurt yep. so badly. Yep. You, I, Moving I on am... to the last bit of event, uh, which doesn't have a jackpot, thankfully. Thank goodness. And that's the Ultimate Destructor event. What the heck it is that? Has, uh, first, we got in the banner. It has Destruction God Loki, which is absolutely not featured in the event, but they squeeze, in it, squeeze him sure. in. Sure. That's get, I think the BP1 um, final things. boss Loki, right? Uh, yeah, that's BP1 okay. final boss. Uh, he's relatively unremarkable. He's good, not even tight hackway good, but very much usable. Yeah, he'll get and, the job done. And other than that, he's a sword, fire, elemental damage dealer. I'm shocked and amazed. His only remarkable feature is that his first attack is AoE. Kind of like Primo's second attack. Okay. Cool. He's got a little AoE in there. That's not the worst. Yeah. But he's Ooh. basically the side champ of this event. 
if we will champ. yeah if we will queen meanwhile is uh, the best health user we have right now uh, she's thunder aspected and her specialty is that she also have increased chance to inflict elemental uh, status effects on bosses and enemies interesting which, which even beyond raw power level gives us uh, a very interesting niche in control or maybe you're trying to do uh, poison damage something like that yeah um, um... Which is definitely something they seem to go for with the featured weapon, uh, which has uh, increased damage to the enemy that, that suffers status effects. Yeah, now Iseria Queen or Ethereal Queen or whatever you want to call her, uh, she's mostly known as just a bonus boss you fight in the Seraphic Gate, so it's kind of That's interesting exactly that they made her a summonable unit. I'm actually kind of cool with that. Hmm. Like that is that is very different. I wasn't I wasn't. It's one of those things that like one of the things I like about FFBE is you get these weird characters you can summon, and I'm glad Valkyrie profiles compare or Valkyrie Anatobia is comparatively okay with that sort of thing. I like it. Nice. Uh, the poison control thing sounds very in poison control. I mean, that's technically accurate, but the poison control thing sounds very intriguing in its own way as well. Um, it's a new boss strat that I think is kind of cool. I like it when they introduce new strategies and let you try to play around a little bit. I hate that, like, just... Oh, yeah, they're in the dryer. Sorry. No problem. Back. Hi. Yeah, I, I, I like it when new strategies are introduced. It's a, it's a weird and interesting thing. Uh, extra status ailments. And that's pretty good, because there have been cases where status ailments on a boss has been borderline necessary to beat them, and you're kind of relying on RNG and hoping that the thing hits. So anything that improves, that's a good thing. So yeah, she feels an interesting niche, and it's better to have a unit that's interesting in her own way than to have another hyper-good damage dealer just yeah. like the other. because we have plenty of those at this point. Absolutely, and talking about weed, the content of the event is definitely strange. Yeah, because... you said it was largely comedic, which, I mean, if we're dealing with the Ethereal Queen, then we're dealing with the Seraphic Gate, and that's usually, like, they tell Canon we're to go F itself. We're dealing with the Seraphic Gate, uh, since Freeze Party comes back and was uh, uh, apparently uh, defeated in the Seraphic Gate, so Lenef comes to the rescue. Okay. And uh, things get weird. She meets the Ethereal Queen, and the moment after, she's out of the Seraphic Gate in some sort of alternate reality or illusion-based. And the Seraphic Gate screws with her by showing companions that act completely differently, uh, don't recognize her. Like, to give you an idea, you have Green, that's a devoted servant and bodyguard of Jolanda. Um, I'm very polite about it. Okay, the very polite part isn't is the inaccurate part because yeah, he's all like, "Milady, he has disrespected you." Oh yeah, no, Arngrim. that's not Arngrim at all. But actually being devoted to Jolanda, that's very accurate. Uh, we have Suo, that's chief in a restaurant. Huh? Uh, if you will, Queen is also at each of these scenes, but she plays a different role every time. 
we have Lucian that uh, is uh, getting attacked by Aelia because uh, he has another Dragonstone and she wants more. Yeah, none of that and, sounds right. I kind of love it, but none of that sounds right at all. And then he says he can't thank Lenef because he's in a hurry uh, with his date with Platina. Oh. Because Platina is alive in this version. Wow. Oh, also, that's got to throw Lenef for a loop right there. Yikes. And we have also She-Hill that's back and that's, uh, that can see. And that is breaking with Swo. I mean, that's too bad, but whatever. <laughs> that doesn't seem nearly as funny or out of it as the rest of them. Like, you were giving me all these, like, crazy alternate universe scenarios that make no sense. Uh-oh. And the, the best part is yet to come. Okay. The first thing where, we, where the transition happens is uh, Lenef meeting with Missina. Okay. And Missina wants Lenef... Uh, about uh, watching herself because there's this weird guy with round glasses that's a total perv and she should avoid him at all costs. That sounds exactly like normal Mistina. So what is the what is the plot twist here? The plot twist is that Lenef does meet uh, Lizard later and she heeds Mistina's warnings. Every other character didn't know who Lenef was. Lizard knows and refers to her by name. It's probably the real Lizard and not an alternate dimension one. Right. And okay. that's where Lenef is like, nope, I'm out. And tries to flee the Seraphic Gate, faces directly with the Aethrigal Queen, and gets her butt handed to her. Nice. Right on. Okay. And that's it for Valkyrie Anatomia. I tried to condense it as much as I should, but as usual, they fire five events at the same time. Yeah, yeah. They, this is not a game for the faint of heart. You're either working your butt off or you're not playing. Pretty much. And next, we have Mario Kart World 2. Uh, just just a quick thing we got uh, on my end. I got like twenty minutes before I'm passing out. All right, we'll we'll try so to I wrap this up. We had a lot one, of technical difficulties, go, and I'm gonna have yeah. to do some hack and slash on this one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you guys want to keep continuing after that, then that's. I'm gonna try to wrap fine. this up quickly. We're gonna go through this pretty quick. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Time back in. Yeah, Mario Kart World Tour. So it it just came out, and this game is. Even worse, like, my initial thing of this was that it was a just absolute um, pay-to-win nightmare. Mm -hmm. It's worse. Yeah. It's, it's even worse even than Even worse expected. than the original assessment. So not only is Mario himself behind the gotcha, like, let's start there. The game's called Mario Kart, and you can't get Mario. Oh, what? Gosh. Um, what? Yeah. There's no multiplayer right now, so you're only racing against bots. Okay. And the 200cc mode is locked behind a subscription. No. Yes. That's... I that just sighed my entire soul. Yeah. I think it's I funny. died inside. I, I would have downloaded it and tried it out if my phone had room. But uh, my friend told me that it's actually not bad, although I don't know what he's thinking because it's No, this bad. is awful. I don't know what anyone's thinking about it. I, 
This is one of the most blatant gotcha nightmares I've looked at in an extremely long time. Meaning, of course, that it was Nintendo's most successful gacha game launch. Yeah. Which is... Not a surprise. Incredible. Well, I mean, Mario Kart is always a system mover. I've said this repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mario Kart is always, like, the big thing uh, for Nintendo. Every system, with the exception of the Wii, and that is an asterisk next to it, the best-selling game on that system was a Mario Kart game. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's not a surprise that it would come out like that and uh, no. be pretty successful. And then again, there is the big asterisk next to the Wii because that best-selling game was Wii Sports, but that's because it was bundled with literally every Wii, so I don't really... It's an anomaly. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, it, it's it's not quite within the norm. Yeah, now to come back about the subscription, one of the strangest part of it all is the timing as well. Yeah. Because... It's a $5 a month subscription. Mm -hmm. And another kind of $5 a month subscription was announced recently, and that's for the Apple Arcade. And mm -hmm. that's definitely another type of deal. Okay, the Apple Arcade one. I've heard this comparison before. Refresh my memory. Uh, the comparison was made because they were very close together, and they are the same price. The Apple Arcade and the... Uh, oh, the, the entire Apple Google Arcade is $5 a month, is what you're saying? Yes. Ah, yes. Okay. that's where I got lost there. And that's $5, $5 a month for like 75 games, yeah. uh, so including some original that launched specifically for it. Yeah, I've heard some decent things. Um... And, and that's why it's strange, because in the gacha space, a $5 a month subscription is, a, is generally considered a reasonable... Thing. Yeah, that's that's it, pretty much nothing. Like just be it's honest. a fountain of lapis. It's uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now it has the word subscription attached to it, and that avalanche near it, so it gives it a bit of a worse kind of deal. Yeah, it doesn't look. feel nearly as good as a result. So, what does the subscription do? You get access to 200cc and that's it? That and a couple of other, like, you get some bonus gems and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that sounds gross. Yeah, it's I pretty mean, bad. I mean, what is the 200cc? Just a harder difficulty? Yeah. It's I just pay the fastest speed. dollars to get a harder difficulty. That's. Yeah. Yeah, the oh, thing I wonder too not, about it is uh, g given in uh, the last Mario Kart on the Switch and Wii U, 200cc was added in a patch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was uh, noteworthy because the track weren't designed with 200cc in mind. So a lot of corners were very hard to go at first. Oh, speed I remember. I did a 200cc uh, stream with my buddy Kevin on my birthday back in May, and we were just dying. It was awful. So that made me wonder if the tracks are optimized with 200cc in mind that time, and if that's the case, if that has an incidence in the design of the lower speeds. Oh... Oh, that's not something I want to think about. Oh, that is dirty. That's... I think I brought up horrible thoughts way too many times in this episode. I really have. The TLDR is like... Screw Mario Kart Tour. It sounds awful. I can get behind that. Um, Mario Kart was fine. 
Yeah, I love Mario Kart. It's still one of my favorite yeah, games. Yeah, Mario Kart's all. awesome. I could, I, could, I could play the Switch one all day. In fact, I kind of want to. I might set up a... I might try to set up a community Mario Kart tournament. Ooh, that'd be oh, cool. Have to really now, I've one. only got a Switch, I'd play Mario Kart with you. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those games that just brings everyone together and everybody likes it and everyone has fun with it. So the fact that Nintendo is treating it like this just... Ugh, makes me so sad. Yeah. Speaking of bringing people together, mm-hmm. what about bringing brands together in our topic of the day? Yeah, mm. let's go ahead and dive right into this yeah. nonsense. Collabs. Collaborations. So, yeah, how does... Hmm? Oh, yeah. Kite, go ahead and ask, sorry. No, yep. Yeah. About collaborations, we've got them every time in every gacha game, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yep. that, that's so, how they wait on the net. Yeah, so how does collaborations really impact gacha games at the extent of nostalgia, remembrance, and how good are they, are these characters are in their respective home games? I mean, I have oh. 2B and A2 on my desk. A uh, quick way to my heart is a Nier Automata uh, collab, because that's just going to be a thing I go for pretty much immediately. That's what got me back into FFB, actually. Yeah. I I was there at launch, and then I stopped playing because FFB literally burned my phone. <laughs> what? It, it can it, make the battery stuck. run pretty hot on older phones. It's not... It was stuck yeah. loading time at a time, and the processor melted. Oof! Wow. Oh, that's literally melted. Yes. I was using literally the white way. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. No, that is... that. Wow. GG phone. uh, Yeah. (laughs) But I eventually come back, and that was because I heard about uh, the Ariana Grande collaboration, which was weird. Very weird. What the name in my head. And then new automata collapse. Boom! I'm there. I try it a little bit. It's all right. Oh, it looks like I got to be, and I get a two. Well, I continue playing then, and I haven't had a post since then. Ah, yeah. Nice. Uh, the uh, two B near automata the first time was the first and only time I went full whale on a banner. I did not stop spending until I got both of them. Um, I don't regret this. And I stand by that. I made that decision in good faith, and I use these characters relentlessly since. Yep. Yeah. That said, I I, That's I, I exactly really don't want to be the guy who says the collabs do. are the be all end all because they're cool and all, but in the end, a game should stand on its own. Yeah, I think I've kind of mentioned it off a few times. Like a collab is nice um, to bring people in for the first time. It might make you try out the game. Yeah. Um, but. You know, you have to have a really good game to keep you there. Like, you know, FFBE collab, the game's still good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we've been talking about with uh, Star Ocean and Amnesis. Exactly. Amazing Mm -hmm. collabs that brought a lot of people in, but then the game didn't stand on its own and people went back out to other games who told no games at all. Yeah. Yeah. I would basically just play that game when a collab was out that I liked. And and the thing about it was I didn't spend on it. I just. Because I didn't like the game very much, I would just save my every yeah, because resource new players I had. can rewall. Yeah. Yeah. Just just save all my stuff until they come out and then I would use them a few times and then see you until the next collab. 
And that's an interesting double function I didn't think about before now, but you get the new players coming in and rolling until they get what they want, mm -hmm. eventually settling in, that's the hope. And the established players don't have the rolling option, so mm -hmm. they have to get the collab during the event because there's this implication that the event probably won't come back. Yeah. And so it goes full FOMO. Mm -hmm. Fear of missing out. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It um, is really devastating. And I don't... I mean, then again, on the other hand, you have, like... I, I'm going to come back to this one, because this is old news. Crash Fever on Valkyrie Anatomia, they just gave you the character and the orb and everything to make her good right out of the gate. Yeah, that one was a strange one. It seemed yeah. almost more like they, was, uh, they were... Advertising the game more than anything. Yeah, it felt very different compared to what I'm used to out of collabs. And while I'm grateful for it, she was a great character for the time, and I think she's still pretty good. Um, yeah, she's especially solid for a free unit. Yes. For a free unit, she's excellent. Um, but that really kind of stood out as a collab for me, because the only thing I had to do was really just play the event and be thorough at it. Um, yeah, and that's, and that's not really usually the case. Thing. As you said, usually there's a very manipulative, limited time banner type of situation going on. Right. That was definitely a weird one. And what will probably be more of a regular collab, uh, to, uh, so to say, is uh, the one that was announced for Dragalia Lost recently with Mega Man. What the heck is this? Huh? Mega Man. Dragalia Lost. I. Mega Man! Yeah. Like, alright, sure, yes. We've talked and I've raged about Mega Man X Dive being a thing. But Dragalia Lost is a Nintendo product. I know it doesn't sound like it, but it's Nintendo. Also, it's original Mega Man, not X. Yeah, not X, so it's not a collab with that. And while the original Mega Man games did come out largely on Nintendo systems way back in the day... Nowadays, that's just not the case. Now it comes out on everything. Yeah. I can play that on Steam if I wanted to. So Absolutely. I'm not sure where this is going. Like, there's nothing really Nintendo about it anymore. And how do you even design a Mega Man character? I I don't even, because, like... Because <laughs> he has so many weapons. He makes uh, the Secret Mana main character look like a champ in comparison. Yeah, And no. his 7-star in FFB had, like... One for every element, and that was huge already. Yeah. And Dragadalus doesn't even have that many skills. I think it's like three special skill for a character. Or something. Oh no, that was an amnesis. Mm. But it yeah. has a action RPG gameplay, and that's so weird. It's just a weird fit. I I don't quite understand it. I just have to be but, honest about that. But this confusion is maybe part of the appeal. It, you, like, you think the, that maybe it's like, this is so weird, I have to check it out? I mean, it's certainly weirder than the last collaboration, which was Fire Emblem Heroes. That's not weird, though. They're both RPGs from Nintendo. That's not weird at exactly. all. Exactly. Did you know they had a Fire Emblem Heroes collaboration? I didn't, because no one informed me. I don't pay attention to exactly. either of those games, really. Yep. Yep, and I, that I was because that. it was less weird. You're right, <laughs> and we weren't talking about it because it wasn't that weird. I see where you're going with this now. That makes a lot of sense. 
I think Mega Man is Dragalia Lost Ariana Grande. Hmm. Oh my god, stop making sense, it hurts my brain. That, <laughs> that actually makes too much sense. Yeah, it really does. And I even feel, more I sense. I feel like than... I'm Alcavian right now. Did you just say you feel like a Malkavian? Shout out to Vampire the Masquerade. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Okay, Vampire. But, but back back to collapse as a general topic, I think this also put certain limitation design of in designing a game. Okay. Like to have a uh, collapse like that, you need to have events. Which already informs a bit uh, the games, and sure, you're going to tell me they all they all have time limited events, but they all have collabs with other properties as well. I think that's part of what makes a gacha game a gacha game. I so love the idea, but then again, and I'm just gonna throw something out there: Final Fantasy yeah. 15, a game I admit I don't like at all. That had freaking collaborations. Yeah. That's true. Mm -hmm. I played the FF14 collaboration was actually yeah. pretty cool. And it was both ways actually this one. Mhm. Mm That's true. I like the co I like the concurrent collaborations. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it when it where some back and forth where it feels like the two systems are working together as opposed to one just shilling for the other. Yeah. I think currently with the uh FFBE Kingdom Hearts one if there's some kind of collaboration like bonus thing for Playing Kingdom Hearts Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And and with these collabs coming by and go, I think an over reliance of I think an over reliance on collaborations is a big sign of weakness for a game. No See, doubt. Yeah. No okay. doubt about let, it. Let me tell you about a story. Okay. Mm -hmm. Story time. Okay, so it's the established world of a game, but suddenly a dimension portal appears and somebody for a different property uh, comes in and is a bit confused and he has some expected interaction when suddenly monsters attack and the collab guy and the game guy team up they start a little bit of friendship before the collab guy returns to his own home world this is the same story i've seen on pretty much every collab story in history yep exactly yeah, they're easy. It's just the same thing as ever. Yeah. I mean, typical. Well, except maybe that one uh, Valkyrie Anatomy event. Uh, yeah, that but, one. But they do have uh, a strong emphasis on scenario. Yeah, no, Valkyrie Anatomia, I keep gushing about the writing and for good reason. Even it, it's an even it's that cheating. same story came out as interesting in a couple of in a couple of positions. Um. I mean, it had uh, uh, Alphonse hiding cats inside his body. <laughs> Can't beat that. I actually <laughs> skipped that story for reasons that I won't get yeah, into I know, on, I know. on stream here. Yeah, yeah, of course. But it had to be mentioned. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, it, it's... I, I mean, Spacebird, who is in my chat, said it best. Uh... Valkyrie Anatomia had a more accurate and better Danmachi crossover than the actual uh, than the actual Danmachi crossover game. Mm, definitely. And I think that says a lot about how strong the writing is on a lot of these gotchas as well. Something we'll probably have to delve into deeply 
uh, at some point, but I think that is way more than, we are way over our lot of time. I'm going to have to slaughter this in editing, so wish us luck on that yeah. one. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week with more of the games you love to hate. I'm going to go pass out. How about y'all? Yeah, I think I'm about to start my day anyway, so... <laughs> go to few hours ahead of me. Uh, happy, uh, happy 20th episode, guys. See y'all next week. Yeah. See you See next you time. October. Keep it in control. Okay, bye. Bye.